The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going great, Ross. How are you today? Good. <laughs> We've both been so busy, we're uh, flying by the seat of our pants today. Yep, definitely. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting <laughs> show. Uh, a lot of people may be listening right now who were hit by the Penguin update, and I believe they'd already decided on the, the name last time we talked on the last no, show. No, they had. The Penguin's new. We didn't talk Is about it? Penguin. Yeah. Penguin is the name. And I have to wonder, are all the updates going to be now, na- now named after P? Animals that begin with P, are we going to have like a parrot update next and then a pig update? Is it, this is not a trend I'm liking. <laughs> once you well, pig, I'm not sure where you go from there. I have a hunch they're just picking stuffed animals they like. Uh, okay. Yeah, someone's, <laughs> someone's been passing around that, that picture that Matt cuts tweeted of the panda and the penguin or just ad nauseum it's just i'm already sick of it oh yeah believe it or not i haven't seen it yet okay (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's it we're getting a lot of calls we're getting a lot of calls from people who are having a rough time and we're here to help and and uh it's good in a way that we can be there but uh, it's pretty distressing to hear these people so upset. And uh, it, the thing is, the, the, okay, let's go through a few key points. First of all, this highlights the need to have Google Webmaster Tools account. You have to have an account. You have to access, have access to it. And you have to check your email. Not only that, but you also check the account once in a while. I mean, technically, if there's any kind of alert on your Google Webmaster Tools account uh, because your site has had an issue or anything, Google will give you a heads up. And you will find it within that account. However, it also, if it's, I think if it's properly set up, it will email you. I get the emails. I just don't know whether, what I did to set it up. Yeah, yeah. You have to set it up to get it to email you those those notifications. But you definitely want to make sure you set up so you get those emails. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it's not automatic because they want you to pick which email you want them to go to. So you go in and set it up. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, now you may not be doing anything quote unquote that is going to be a problem but you just never know what other, when, you know someone might have done something for you <laughs> but <laughs> some links done something less than uh, adequate uh, and are you talking you about a negative warning. seo are well, you back on that negative seo topic no no this could have been someone in your house, in in house did something they thought was a brilliant idea and uh, said, hey, I'm going to submit to this directory, and, and it turns out it bit you in the butt. Um, the, the problem is this is kind of hitting anyone. Um, even the, the, like I think I mentioned last time, the mom and pops, which I just, I'm kind of protective of. You know, these people really just, they're trying hard. They might have just got the rankings of working rankings? a long time at it. And they have used tactics that are just plain out of date. Sorry? 
No, no, I lost you for a second. So I was just asking what which ones you were talking about, but you said it. But I have a question because we talked about this a little bit last time. You know, part of me is not part of me. I'm, I'm taking like kind of the opposite you know, approach to this as you are, because you're really worried about the small business. And I'm not to say I'm not worried about them, but part of me is like, if people are getting hit with this update, this update is people, to me, what I've seen is people that were doing gray hat stuff, stuff they probably shouldn't have been doing to the, to begin with. So I don't have a lot of sympathy for them. Now, if it's a small business that didn't do it themselves and they just didn't know what was going on, they hired some guy, you know, I, I, I do sympathize with that, but I would love to see, people be then start outing well this guy did this for me and i got hit you know uh, it's I, I don't have a lot of sympathy at this point for most people that get hit with this because they're doing stuff they shouldn't have been doing yeah the, the difficulty is that it's gray hat um and, and the fact is i think you even said it last time we're all, we've all been doing it and we've all kind of gotten caught at some point or another you know we've used some of these tactics they're, they're blocking i mean as seos we've certainly used at some point because back when it wasn't gray it was kind of the way things were um and there's a lot of sites out there that don't even touch touch their sites you know they've, they've done this work they've done some optimization uh they add the odd blog post and they're ticking along they're doing great uh, these are small businesses again remember this is what i, I delve in small right, and no. medium-sized business so i know these people and i know that that finding the time to do seo like finding that time is difficult um so they may not be up to date, and and they're getting a wake up call. Yeah, and that that I that I totally get. You know, if you've if you had somebody work on your site four years ago and they did some stuff that was fine back then, but but Penguin decided it wasn't fine, then I I totally get it. But if you've been sitting on your site for four years and haven't updated, haven't done anything to it, part of the responsibility is yours. I'm sorry. I'm just oh, I know you're absolutely. a small business. You know, mm-hmm. you're a small business. You don't have much time, but you wouldn't like you know update from a rotary phone to a digital phone if you know if the systems changed would you you would you you move on with technology you have to keep up with what's happening and same goes with your online presence well now one of the things that uh, that came out of this which i thought was kind of cool was first of all uh it just so everyone knows this is an algorithmic update it's not something that people have done manually you know they're not going to your site going oh these guys shouldn't show up no so filing a reconsideration request which is something you may read about uh, in your panic, um, is not going to do anything. Um, however, except put you on Google's radar. Yeah, <laughs> mind you, that radar is going to get pretty clogged at this point. I think because people are probably sign, sending a ton of those in right now. Um, but if you are sure you're wrong, <laughs> quote unquote sure, um, there is a page. I I made my own custom Bitly for it. Um, Bit.ly. So this is the URL. Bit.ly slash POS Penguin. Uh, POS piece of you know what penguin <laughs> sausage uh. <laughs> sausage yes <laughs> POS penguin so bitly dot slash POS penguin I think that should be easy for many people to remember and that'll take you right to the page that Google is accepting uh, um, a heads up if they if if you feel you've been you know hit improperly by this this is this is my ADD kicking in but I have to wonder if Eskimos have actually ever made penguin sausage. Nah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> good. That's a good question. I bet it's pretty lean. Yes, it would be. <laughs> so actually, I should have put it this way. If you're wrong, go to the bit.ly POS penguin. Um, if you were crapped on by a penguin. That's what, that's, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting because last time for Panda's update, they didn't 
they didn't create a special form for you to fill out if there was a if there, if you thought there was problems with it. They actually pointed you to a discussion thread in the, in the webmaster forums on Google, and apparently that thread got clogged and ended up going all kinds of different directions. So this time they actually created a form. The, my my problem with that is if you send in a question and they have an answer, no one else gets to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, and at least in the and forums, also, people can for see all what's we know, going it's, on. they're all going into a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think they um, to a vacuum. I really don't, but you know, we don't nah. see any kind of activity, which always makes you wonder. I'm sure they're writing algorithms just to sort all the garbage, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or just to sort them all, period. Um, now, okay, so what happens if you were hit? Uh, if, if you were to call me right now, my first thing would be to say, okay, clean whatever's wrong. You know, go f- clean it fast. If there's anything there whatsoever spit polish your website anything that looks like uh, keyword stuffing anything like alt uh, alt attributes so that those are the attributes that are behind an image that explain what the image is about or what it's you know all that sort of thing if that stuff just seems a little long a little verbose cut it out clean it up now once you've done that generally and i've been reading this all around just to sort of i i'm i sometimes get out of loop on this stuff so i wanted to check it out and and in general people are finding they're getting back um, it's not immediate though, and and it's not always the case. But you know what? If you're sitting there with all this crap on there, you're going to stay there. Uh, yep. You're not going to get anywhere. So absolutely, it's a, it's a, a smart, simple move. Now, John posted a checklist uh, you did on on, on our SEO one uh, one hundred one Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash SEO one hundred one podcast. You mm-hmm. did that about two shows ago. Yeah, a couple shows ago, actually. And then we also pasted a link to, uh, also on our Facebook page, is a link to a, a video, a Whiteboard Friday video that Rand did that also goes over mm-hmm. some interesting stuff you should clean up. So some of it crosses over, but it, you get through both of those, you'll be better off. Yeah. And, and you know, if you're really uncertain, um, you know, drop me a note, ross at stepforth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H.com. And uh, we'll just set up a little time, and I can just check out your site and make sure you didn't miss anything. Uh, it, it, it would be nothing worse than just sitting there and waiting for them to come back and put you in, and you have you missed something of substance. So, uh, just a just an option there. Uh, what else would you do, John? Is there anything else? Um, is, is, actually, I think the next thing we were going to talk about is kind of tied into this Penguin update. I mean, you, part of what you got to worry about is your link your link profile. And a lot of times when you do something early in, in the day, which was good, and to build links, and all of a sudden it becomes bad, it's very, very hard to clean up those links. So one example is um, apparently there's a discussion on the Webmaster Forums that Google is now specifically going after people who built sponsored themes for WordPress. Or you build a theme for WordPress, you put your built by link at the bottom of the theme, and you give it away for free, and people use it, and all of a sudden you get links for everybody, from everybody using your theme. And when it first came out, sponsored themes, they were gray, definitely, but they were they were working, and it was, it was happening. Well, there was an example of a webmaster that got an, an unnatural link notification from Google, and it was specifically calling out, you know, he talked to him somehow, I think he got him on a forum, but he talked to him and said, you got to clean up th- all those links from your sponsored themes. Well, how in the world, first of all, <laughs> do you know who downloaded all the, those links? I mean, you could probably do some tools, but if there's hundreds of people using that, that WordPress theme, 
Um, maybe someone installed it on a site and then abandoned the site and they don't even know how to access it anymore. It can be really, really tricky to clean that kind of stuff up. Um, so if you do have those kind of things going on, some of that old stuff, you need to get on that. You need to be proactive. Even if you haven't got the the uh, unnatural link notification yet, you want to jump on that. If, if you used any kind of sponsored themes, sponsored widgets, any of that kind of stuff that other people would put on their site you know, and link back to you, get that stuff cleaned up somehow. Um, one one person had a great idea as far as how to go about cleaning that up is update the theme and send out emails to everybody's using it saying the theme's updated didn't work with the newest WordPress or fix a security hole or something that kind of force them to go in and update it, getting rid of those links in the theme. Um, you can do the same thing with widgets. Whatever those little things that you created for people to load onto their websites that you're using for link building, they're targeted. So you need to watch out for those as well. Yeah. Um, and one of the questions uh, was from Fidek, and uh, or actually, no, he wasn't question. He was answering the question. Someone asked, uh, if your site's hacked, should a, should a reconsideration request be submitted? Um, well, in, in those situations, uh, I've had a few clients that have had that happen because they're using WordPress and they're not up to date. Um, it doesn't matter how often we tell them to update it. It just, just sometimes just falls off the, the Apple cart. And in those cases, Google said, you know, the site's being been hacked, please change it, update it. And as soon as they do, it takes very little time for it to get back. Um, that is, if Google noticed it was it was hacked and it was a, a true malware issue. If it's a hack where someone's got in and put in spam on your site, that's an entirely different issue. And in those cases, a reconsideration request with a clear, very courteous explanation will make a, a, a huge difference, I would expect. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a good d- distinction too, Ross. The difference between being hacked for spam and being hacked for malware. Um, yeah. You definitely need the reconsideration question, the spam, for sure. Mal- malware, I tell people to do it anyway, but you, I, don't, I guess you don't have to. Yeah, I found it, it gets reinstated pretty quickly. Um, Google's good about that, which is great. Um, now, you were talking about links there. Uh, the one thing that drives me nuts is when Google, it's almost an e- egoic thing when Google says, you know, you better clean those up. Why bother? They know they're there. Why don't they just discount all but one or something? You know, it's <laughs> just stupid. I mean, they already technically do that if they see run, run a site links, right? Um, Sometimes. They, they, they discount all of them. If you have more than one link on a page going to the same place, they'll use the first one. Um, if you have run of sites, it depends on the type of link it is, where it's placed, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in any case, I mean, it, it, let's say it's the really, like, as dumb as um, a sponsored WordPress page, you know, uh, yeah. it's site-wide, same text, uh, footer, generally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just discount them. I mean, <laughs> it's... I'm, I'm, it, I'm, I'm sure they do discount them. I'm, I'm sure they yeah. do, but they still want, they want people to clean them up, I guess, just because, like you said, it's an ego trip or a power trip. Um, they could easily handle it algorithmically. Yeah, and, and you know, as soon as they start dis. dis- disavowing them, whatever you want to call it, disallowing them, they they just would stop doing it. Or they wouldn't it wouldn't matter if they did. <laughs> you know, yeah. just they looked dumb. Um and, and frankly that's you know, when I look at web design companies, occasionally I get the odd one I have to do an audit on or whatever, and their websites have uh they put that that tagline on everyone, web design by. Right. Um you know, that, I tell them, first of all, don't do that. Put it on the home page. If you're allowed to do it at all, first of all, I don't think they should be something you should consider um, a given, which many of them do. When a, they create a website, they, a person's buying that. You shouldn't be putting your name all over it. 
Um, you know, it's it, I would say allow you to have one. Go for it. Have one on the homepage or one on the about yeah. page. Whatever. I was just, I was just complaining about that just just yesterday to my wife. But in terms of cars, I hate it when auto dealers put that little sticker on the back of your car that you know says, says the dealership name. It's like that's advertising. You want that on my car that I'm paying you money for? You better pay me for advertising. Same kind of deal. Okay, you got me fired up. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. I, it, it drives me crazy. Um, but you know what? Before we get to the next part, let's take a quick break, okay? And then uh, we've got lots more to talk about. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text radio to 21691. That's radio to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we are discussing the Penguin update and uh, just having a bit of fun with that. It's... It's not something a lot of people are laughing about, but uh, really it's very manageable, I think, in terms of what you need to do to fix it up. Uh, and one of the short of it is if you've been hit, clean it up, and it's an algorithmic hit. It's, chances are it's going to bounce back for you within a fairly short order because there's a lot of people making a lot of noise. You know Google's got a lot of incentive to fix this up if you listen. At least that's my opinion. It's a really 
good point that you say it's an algorithmic update because when there was people reporting about this and talking about it before it was coming, everybody kept calling it a penalty and that was so wrong. It's not a penalty. Do not treat it like a penalty. Don't think of it as a penalty. It's an algorithmic update. You fix your site, the algorithm will adjust to your new site and put you where you belong. Well, you know, I, I since you mentioned that, it's been sort of stuck in my head. Wait, that's not a penalty. That's that's not a penalty. <laughs> You're influencing me here. And uh, uh, it's starting to annoy me too now. But, I, you know, I was on search engine land and, and I think it, it's just they get so many questions about it. They, even they get screwed up because I see stuff on there where they're talking about penalty and penalty and penalty. Oh, yeah, and yeah, exactly. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's, don't listen to them. It's not a penalty. I don't care what they say. <laughs> you don't think it's an algorithmic penalty? What the heck would that be? It's it's like when they used to say duplicate content was a penalty. It's not a penalty. It's a filter. This is this is an <laughs> algorithmic filter as well. If you do something wrong, they're filtering your ass out of the index. Sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <true> enough. Sure <laughs> <True> enough. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. It'd be a good debate, though. Yeah, in a way, it is. A, in a way, you are being penalized, right? It's just that it's being algorithmically done. That's all. <laughs> I'm going for the devil's advocate position. Just to hear you stress. <laughs> so what we need to do, you need to make it to SMX Advanced. We need to drink like a dozen beers, have some cigars, and do this argument after that and record it and play it for the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with uh, John, uh, we'll have uh, Braska go through it and bleep it. And yeah, we should be good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to bleep it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Whatever. Unless it airs on Bring Your Kids to Work Day, and then maybe we'll bleep yeah. it. <laughs> oh, God. So, Google Drive. Wow. <laughs> and I only think? put that on the list because it's like, you know, everybody's talking about Google Drive, and then they stop talking about Google Drive. And somebody asked me, does this have any impact at all on search? And, and I'm like, no. And then I thought, no. <laughs> and then I figured, out, figured I'd ask you and hear you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it already left the sta- stadium. I don't know. <laughs> Not a lot of people excited about it. But, I mean, it's uh, for me, it's just another place to keep stuff and make me forget about it. Um, it's only five gigs, which is nothing unless you pay. That seems pretty weak. Well, actually, uh, at Acuity Insurance, we believe that when you let your heart take the lead, amazing things happen. Possibilities become plans. Startups get started. Ideas on napkins turn into brick and mortar. When you lead with your heart, you build a business you're proud of and a life you love. So lead with your heart. We'll protect it with ours. Discover business, home, and auto insurance at Acuity.com. Acuity, a mutual insurance company and other companies. Not all products available in all states. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. The, the competitor is Hotbots, only two gigs unless you pay, so. Yeah. No, Hotbox. Hot Whatever it is. Huh. Dropbox, yeah. that's it. Dropbox, that's what I'm thinking well, of. Well, it's a Dropbox you can get more if you just refer to the other person. Yeah. I think I think more. 
Anyway, um, and they don't even have to buy one. They just have to get a free account. I like that. In any case, I'm not a, I'm not a staff or employee, and I don't make any money from saying this. So I'm going to shut up now. Um, <laughs> uh, let's get on to the next one. Google Drive is whatever. I mean, at some point, if they start using it to, uh, if you can make stuff public and index through it, maybe that'll be interesting. But at this point, that's it's nothing. Yeah, there was there was a little bit, and this is totally off the the search topic, but there was a little bit of controversy that since Google Drive is under the big umbrella of Google's policies, because Google has like the one set of privacy policies now, and Google Drive's under that, the policies do state that anything that you put on their network, they have the right to replicate, sell, share, do whatever. So if you're putting documents on Google Drive, like pictures of your cat. Technically, Google has a right to use those in advertising and share them and give them to anybody they want. So that's been a little bit of controversy. But it, well, I, I don't give it to anyone. I think that they can just they can advertise around it as much as they want because they have to know what it is to be able to advertise with contextual advertising. Yeah. So there, there's there, I don't I don't see it's a big deal myself, but there are people complaining about that. Yeah, I, I'm a Dropbox user, and I love it. I wouldn't want to yeah. switch just because I trust it. You know, it's a paid service that I trust more than a monster like Google who could just t- shut it all down one day and it wouldn't hurt their bottom line at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we say Google Wave? <laughs> oh, yeah. Buggers. <laughs> um, eh. in, in, in any case, I do like the one thing about uh, Google Wave, though. Or not Google. Yeah, see, I'm already getting screwed up. Google Drive. One thing that is absolutely awesome, we're going to get on topic in a second, is you can play any single format you put on there. Apparently, anything can play. You can put a PSD, a Photoshop file in there, and you can view it. Really? That's pretty cool. That. Yeah, that is pretty that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, you don't have to have any of those programs installed in your computer. An Illustrator file, anything. That's, wow. that's cool. Yeah. What if you put like PHP code up there? Will it run it? <laughs> I'm just yes. thinking of how are we going to hack your, your Google Drive account, Ross. <laughs> uh, brother. So yeah, it looks like you got a rant prepared here. Google Webmaster Tools? Well, I was slightly prepared, but then I read it a little deeper. So apparently Google Webmaster Tools is dropping a few features, some stuff that they said are very low usage. Um, one is the inside of Google Webmaster Tools, they have a site performance tool, which is really – it was historically how your site did from a site speed perspective over time, and it it never really worked right. And now they actually have the same kind of function in analytics, so they're pulling that out of Webmaster Tools. That kind of makes sense. They also have subscriber stats, which is a tool they brought in when they got FeedBurner. It talks about RSS subscribers and that kind of stuff. Um, nobody uses it, so they're getting rid of that. The one that kind of irked me until I read a little deeper was the robots.txt tool. And the robots.txt tool in Webmaster Tools is pretty comprehensive. You can point to your robots.txt and it'll show you which ones that it's following, which ones it's not. You can check to see if things are actually being blocked by your robots.txt tool. You can, you can check to see if your robots.txt tool is formatted correctly. Um, but when I read closer, the part of that that there seems like they're removing is they also have a text. They also had an editor where you can create a robots.txt file inside of Webmaster Tools. And then I apparently save it as a file. And upload it later to your website. That's the part that they're removing, and that makes sense because you know, why do you need that when you got Notepad on your computer or whatever it is for, if you're using a <laughs> Mac? You can create it anyway. Um, so as long as we're not getting rid of the other stuff, I'm okay if they're just getting rid of the little editor to create your own robust.txt tool. But if they get rid of the other stuff too, which is very useful, I'm not going to be a happy camper. That's very good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I, I don't know, I, I, I get, I get that they're curbing 
you know, cribbing back all the stuff that's not being used much. Uh, just hope, you know, they don't go too crazy. I'm still pissed we lost Google Desktop. I love that thing. I've got it saved, actually, somewhere so I can keep running it until it won't run on my next operating system. <laughs> I just love it. I can search my entire computer, like, so fast. Yeah. And I never uh, used it. I, I usually installed it, but I never remembered to use it, so I didn't mm-hmm. miss it. Uh, I just double click, double click the control button on my keyboard, and bam, there's the search. I just type in a search. I'm, I can go online. I can go in desktop, anything. It's pretty cool. Nice. So now, robots.txt file, before we go on, it's just so everyone else knows, it's supposed to be found in the root of your website. So um, say google.com slash robots.txt. That's the root, right in the middle, right at the beginning of your site. And it's where you you store any commands you want to provide to robots. Robots being Google's bot, uh, ads bot, Google ads bot. Uh, are there other search engines? Oh, right, yeah, Bing bot. Uh, <laughs> slurp. Don't want to forget slurp. Slurp, that's right. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, there's quite a few. And you can actually block particular bots from doing things. You can block different folders. One thing that I think is very important about this robots.txt file that I think everyone should have it for is if you have a non-standard location for your XML sitemap, if you even have one, you should have one. Um, there's quite a few things that uh, are, would be a benefit in the robots.txt. In fact, I should write a little article. Is that a, it's, it's due. It's short. It'd be fun to write. Uh, all these <laughs> things that you need to have in there, or you could have in there. I like blocking particular competitor analysis tools. I think that's a pretty handy thing to do. So, uh, if you want to see the ones we have blocked, you can stepforth.com/robots.txt. You'll find a, a couple blocked. So we got a listener's question. Why don't you go away? Go go with that there, John. I can't. I'm typing in stepforth.robots.txt to see what you're blocking. <laughs> Monday, stepforth.com <laughs> slash robots.txt. <laughs> and actually, that's a good one. IIS bot's a good one to block, actually. Um, yes. IIS bot is actually very interesting. For, for those of you who are real geeky and technical of us, when, um, last, was, it the last time, was it the last time IIS server was upgraded that they, they added all this stuff in? Basically, I could have been upgraded since then, but it was the biggest update, I remember. Yes. So Microsoft actually, when they updated the Microsoft server, gave webmasters a tool to let them crawl their site so they could make sure that it was being crawled and everything. But you could also crawl anybody else's site, too, and get a crawl result from a site. Um, And the name of the bot is IIS bot. So if you block that bot, competitors can't crawl you with their own little Microsoft bot. Yeah. It's not a big threat. I just kind of like blocking it because it's Microsoft. What's Yoda bot? Yoda O bot. Uh, yeah i can't recall what it was exactly i think maybe that was one of the image bots that was coming to our site regularly and just dragging like tons of our bandwidth and that's something people can keep and should keep tabs on too um you can usually get a bandwidth report from your uh your hosting company and you'll notice perhaps if, if you have to pay any extra bandwidth and we do occasionally that it's because a company is just going nuts on particular data we had an mp3 at one point uh this is I'm not sure if Yodo you know, is the same thing as the, um, what's that, Baidu bot? Right. Anyway, it, it loved an MP3 we had. Uh, we had an MP3, and it was of, of Jim Hedger being interviewed at one point. And uh, China it was Jim. crazy. 
you know, way back when Jim was working with us and crazy how much data was being sucked back on our site from the, the, that search engine. Uh, yeah, so there's certain holes you can plug by properly setting up your robots.txt file. All right, good. So I'm sorry to drag that one on. Okay, so you, we want to talk about we got a we got a question from a, a listener on Facebook, Craig Moore. Um, greetings from London, UK, as, as opposed to like London, Kentucky. Um, can or you chat Ontario. about the, Ontario? Yes, uh, <laughs> which I've, I've actually been to all three of those. That's pretty cool. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Can you chat about this on your show? He asks. Um, please advise about alt tags. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting the giggles. Okay, go on. Okay. Please advise about alt tags on repeated <laughs> images and co hosts that giggle too much. No, wait. <laughs> I have pages that use the same small image for repeated or decorative effect. I'm worried about being negatively filtering for over optimization if I use the same words in the alt tag. They're not keyword stuff, they just describe the image. Um, but he has the image on multiple, multiple pages. Um, this is a very good question, actually. I usually talk, when I talked about alt tags to people, I usually tell people, do not put alt text on graphic elements of your page. Um, so if you just have like a bullet that's a star, you do not need an alt text on that. If you have a, a little fishing hook that is a, just a graphic that shows up above a list on every one of your pages, you do not need an alt tag on that. Where you want alt tag? Did you say like, alt tag? Uh, only because he put it that way in his question. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alt attribute. It, it is an alt <laughs> attribute, and that's one of my pet peeves too, so I, I called me out on it. <laughs> so you only need an alt attribute on primary images related to the content of the page or header images or um, something, you know, like if you have an image that's part of the content of your page that's talking about the same content, that's where it's important to have an alt attribute on the image. If you have a little image that's just like a little star next to, to, to highlight where people should comment, that does not have to have an alt attribute. I would put the alt attribute tag on the image and leave it blank personally. What about you, Ross? Mm I would definitely do the blank just so you can get um, properly, uh, what do you call it, validated. If you don't have the alt attribute there at all, like it's not even, you know, alt uh, colon question mark, question mark, when I guess there's got to be a space there. If you don't have that at the very least, you'll get a validation error. Not that it's going to cause you any big problems, but it's just part of cleaning your code. Um, so, yes, I would just leave it blank. If you really, really, really wanted to, this is something that repeats on your same on the on every page for a decorative effect. So I imagine it means like there could be twenty or thirty of them on a single page. Then just do on one of them if you really wanted to. But yeah, that's the, high, it. the top level, what I would assume, right? Yeah, I yeah. I would do the very first one, and then after that, yeah. whatever. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I, and you know, make the uh, image um, if it's truly a, an image that's worthwhile people finding and image results. Uh, a few things, a few best practices for images. Um, title the, the image, the actual file name, um, and do it in sentence format in terms of capitalization. So start it off with a capital. The reason why I've been reading about this is kind of interesting. It actually shows up a little bit better in search. Um, uh, and and off because oftentimes they use the file name to represent what the actual image is. Um, and if it's got a type of capitalization at the beginning, it stands out a little more. Um, mm -hmm. and use hyphens to break it up. Google, Google can figure it out, but hyphens just make it that much more pleasing to the eye as well. Um, it's a whole other search, right? A whole other realm of search is image. 
Right. Um, exactly. And another thing I read too, which was uh, kind of cool, was uh, make sure that you have a, a high res version of your image. Uh, so low res and high res. And the high res, make it to a maximum of two thirds the size of a standard screen. Uh, standard being whatever it is in this particular day. Um, you can usually find that data online or just look at the web- at your website analytics and determine what the average user is visiting your site. So two-thirds the size. And if you find your competitors are using um, are, are being found in image search and you want to beat them out, provide a higher res image, just slightly larger. Uh, Google tends to, not always, and then there's very few always things <laughs> these days with Google, but <laughs> tends to sort um, by resolution and uh, actual um, heights and widths of images. I, I can, uh, and, and that's pretty standard. I can say they do always find a way to piss off our industry. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes. you know, you know, speaking of the high-res image, I read something recently that I found interesting. So I, I came up in the industry as a web designer. We're always talking about optimize your images, optimize your images. And um, that comes from the days back when I first started, you know, in 96, where bandwidth was like gold. You, you know, you wanted to make sure your file sizes were as small as possible. Your images were as small as possible. Everything was very small because people were still on dial-up. Um, bandwidth was, was just amazingly, it was a commodity. Something I read recently is if you have an image that is um, going to be used over and over again on your site in different sizes, which happens occasionally, and again, this doesn't have much to do with SEO, but we've gone off the track a couple times a day, so it doesn't matter. I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, <laughs> take the only put the image on your on your website in one size, the largest size, and then all the other sizes you want to size them using CSS. And what this does is it once the image loads, it's in the cache, and then every other version of that image loads instantly because it's already in the cache. So you don't have to load different size versions of the same image over and over again. In, in your browser. I thought that was an interesting little tip. Yeah, it is slick. I, I don't even know the code for that, but that sounds very cool. Um, but you know what? We've got a, a couple other things to, to deal with before we shut down the show here, but let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at CPAWay.com. 
stop sending pointless emails late at night to pretend you work harder than everyone else. When you should be working with the premier B2B on-air and on-demand podcast network on the web, webmasterradio.fm. Our team will customize your message to reach the affiliate marketers and merchants that access our network every day. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for a consultation today. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on Webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Wow, it's been a good show. We've sort of jumped all over the map, but lots in, and, and we got that uh, listener question in from Craig Moore. Thank you, Craig. And yep. please, everyone, uh, feel free to post more. We love them. Uh, Craig had a good topic idea. He said uh, we'd love to have an episode uh, begin on a beginner's guide to white hat link building. Um, well, post April, I guess post Penguin update is how we wanted to go about it. Um, <laughs> it'd be interesting. I think it would be a good one, and and uh, we'll see what we can do about scheduling that for another show. Be really now, fun. one thing I wanted to mention too is uh, something that's sort of uh, near to my heart is uh, a good friend of mine, a doctor, <laughs> Doctor Phil, we call him, uh, Doctor uh, Phil Phil Zeman has, uh, along with his uh, his uh, chief operating officer Chris. Uh, has launched a fundraising campaign on Indiegogo.com. It's, it's for a neuroscience research accelerator. Cool, huh? Nice. <laughs> what, is, what does the neuroscience research accelerator look like? <laughs> well, first of all, just go to so, neuroaccelerator.org. Uh, I mean, neuroaccelerator.org. I'll post it on our site. And I just really wanted to give a pitch because what he's done is he's created a way to crowdsource um, neuroscience. Uh, it's fascinating. He's created this amazing program, but what he's looking for is funding, and it's to help uh, create the you know, to help speed up the cures for things like Alzheimer's. And uh, he's really ahead of the curve here. He's got some brilliant ideas, and, and it's a modest sum he's looking for. And uh, you know, even if you don't have any money, please pass it around. It's for a really good, really good cause. And and I tell you, I, I vouch for him. This guy's awesome, and he's got some fantastic ideas that should be supported. So that's neuroaccelerator.org. We'll take you right to the Indiegogo page. Um, so now, on I another in, note, I, yeah. are you doing SEO for him? Because if I no. type in neuroaccelerator, he's not coming up. He needs some help. <laughs> there you go. No, I haven't done anything for him I, other than pitching him around as best I can because, uh, you know, I've known him for many years and he's just a golden guy. He's got a good heart around this and I'm sure he's going to do a, kick, a kick-ass job. Um, He's already raised three hundred fifty-five of the dollars of the sixty-five thousand, but it just launched yesterday. So, hey, that's a good start. Nice. Nothing to sneeze at. You're gonna um, put the link on another put, note. You put the link on the Facebook page. Yes, I will. Definitely. Awesome. Um, the uh, check check your uh, your Google Analytics and see whether or not your your traffic has improved since the Penguin update. I, I actually did out of curiosity, and ours did at Step Forth. Um, but I know that uh, apparently I went to uh, Roundtable 
uh, searchengineroundtable.com. That's seroundtable.com, and they're running a, a poll right now. And out of 374 total votes, that's 374, 229 people say that their traffic has dropped. That's pretty high. Of course, mm-hmm. most of the people searching there may be people who are freaking out and want help, um, understandably. How many, if, how many say they've improved? Uh, positive, positive impact was 48. Uh, same traffic is 72. That's out of 374. So it's pretty low. It's pretty easy to understand why you're going to have some people seeing a positive impact because there's people dropping out and the people that drop out are making room for people to move up. So if two of your competitors in front of you drop out, you're going to move up two spots. And also the people that tend to be reading a lot at this point are the ones that may be trying to figure out what to do. And so it makes sense there'd be more people on Search Engine Roundtable at the moment to trying to read up on how to fix their sites. So it's a bit skewed, but I'm glad they got a poll. It's kind of interesting. So I guess that's it for our show. We've uh, pushed up, put a lot in today and, and I think uh, covered a few good points. Again, if anyone's had any I- issues with the Penguin update, please do post on our uh, Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash SEO 101 podcast. We'd love to hear from you and, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out. Um, so on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. My contact is ross at stepforth.com if you have any questions. And John, you can reach John on Twitter at, at John Carcutt. And you can join us next week, Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. That's every Monday, in fact. <laughs> and uh, have a good week, John. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com.